Blog Talk Radio. Internet here today, the intro and the two commercial spots for Attitude Era Live. We are back here on a Monday, the Monday after. Um, what I would coin as an interesting selling a cell pay per view. Uh, and albeit, I was flipping back and forth. Cowboys played Sunday Night Football and kept it a little closer than I would have liked them to. So I was, I was a little bit more invested in that. But I still saw a good portion of the pay-per-view uh, as well as, you know, some of the uh, the outcomes, got the highlights and everything, thanks to, thanks to social media. Uh, Icon, I know you had a little bit of an issue with the way the pay-per-view went off the air. Yeah, stupid is as stupid does. Uh, Why? The Mick, Fo- the Mick Foley uh, hell of, uh, 20 years in hell was more interesting than the, the end of the pay-per-view, so uh, you know, so well, here's here's the thing, that. though. Now, now, again, I didn't actually watch it. I'm going to go back and watch the actual match um, probably tonight or, or tomorrow during the day when I'm off. Uh, I did see the clip, the quick highlight clip of, of, you know, Brock Lesnar breaking in and whatnot. You know, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. But uh, what happened to Mick Foley in that match, though? I saw he just laid out Braun Strowman and laid out. Roman Reigns. What what happened to Mick Foley? Uh, well, nothing really happened to uh, Mick Foley. He uh, he got laid out by Brock Lesnar. Well, well, Paul Heyman yeah, yeah, sprayed, sprayed something in Foley's eyes. Yeah. Uh, probably like pepper spray or hey. something. Yeah, right. Um, okay, okay. Huh. And then, and, and then, well, see, Paul Heyman was wanting the key from the referee, 
And Paul Heyman sprayed something in Foley's eyes, and then Lesnar just kind of kicked the door in, you know. And so, so what an interesting, what an interesting Sunday. The Minnesota Vikings tie with Green Bay on three missed field goals, and SummerSlam has Brock Lesnar come back. What an interesting Sunday. Right. So I, I, I had to, I, I had to rub that one in there for you. I got. My Kansas City Chiefs beat those Pittsburgh Steelers yesterday. Big swing. Well, I tell you, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes might be the real deal. The kid, the kid's a full-on gunslinger. That's for sure. And 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 I'm and also I, not I think, uh, exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating at all when I say this. That Tyreek Hill might be the fastest human being on the planet. Just saying. He's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Brandy but was anyway. very happy. Brandy was very happy oh. yesterday. Well, well, I bet. I, I the, bet. Uh, I think the uh, Steelers coach may be on his way out uh, if uh, you know if it keeps going like uh, they are. You know. I mean, you tie with the Browns, and then you look. Kansas City. I understand Kansas City is a playoff team, but you're going to tie with the Browns. Ooh, I don't know. Anyway, but enough about that though, because I talked about that all day on my other radio show. Uh, that I've been on all day long talking just football, 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 nonstop. So let's get into a little wrestling here. Ed, last night, um, do you, I got one of our biggest fears coming, well, I shouldn't say fears, but one of our, one of our biggest, uh, I guess, expectations of this pay-per-view was that it wasn't going to live up to the name Hell in a Cell. Do you feel like that was a valid ex, uh, expectation because it didn't really live up to the name that the pay-per-view uh, had? Oh, no no question. No question. Uh, you know, uh, the uh, only real blood that you saw was uh, from AJ Styles, you know, uh, which, I get, which I guess is fine, but, uh, you know, it... Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's just it's just really sad that uh, the WWE. I thought they were um, I thought they were starting to uh, turn the corner and be good, but uh, no, they're not. You know, honestly, so. honestly, I I expected to see uh, Becky Lynch lose. And then fall back down the card. In fact, I think they had one more match scheduled, uh, but I expected to see her lose, then lose her rematch, then fall back down the mid card, really where she's been her whole career. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little shocked when you know they only had the belt on Charlotte for less than a month. So yes, I'm happy for Becky. I'm very happy for Becky because she's worked hard, and like I said, she's been a mid carder pretty much her entire career. But I'm I'm I was a little shocked that they, that they put it on her this early, especially ha- having Charlotte win it the way that she wanted. So I don't know. I, I mean, were you guys shocked by that, or, or do you think that Becky paid her dues and she deserved it? Well, I, I was a little shocked by it, you know. Um, and uh, you know, I, I but no, she does deserve it, and I'm glad that she's got it. But who knows how long she'll hold on to it. You know, and uh, then I'll let, uh, after I make this other point, I'll let uh, Granny uh, make her Let me ask you this. Why is it that every 
every AJ Styles match has to end in controversy. Why? <laughs> What's the... You know? Ridiculous. Well, I, I think that's a creation. I just think that... A, you know, they, they don't they don't have an idea as to who they want to win the match or how they want them to win it. I, I don't think they really know where they want to go with this storyline. So if they muddle it up a little bit and they make it, uh, you know, a little bit uh, a, a little bit of question and confusion in there, then you know, who knows? Possibly, uh, it'll it'll lead them to, you know, it, well, I guess the best way to put it is it'll buy them some time to come up with an actual storyline that works because they, they don't have a decisive, you know, way that they want to end it right. So I, that, 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 that's what I would come up with. That, that, that would be my guess. All right. Well, uh, before, uh, before we uh, continue here, uh, I just want to let everybody know who uh, our, um, our, our guests are tonight. Yeah, tell them who's uh, the guest we're tonight. Gonna have we're going to have uh, in about uh, eight, uh, maybe seven minutes or so, uh, Valkyries of the Valley. Uh, they're with the AWF, the Apartment Wrestling Federation. We're going to have two of their top competitors, uh, Cattell Wonder and Frisky Business. Uh, and we're going to have the Ringwalker, uh, um, uh, Nicole Letta. Uh, she's going to be joining us. Uh, after uh, Valkyrie in the Valley, and we're supposed to have uh, the grappler with us, uh, but he never confirmed, uh, so he may join us, he may not. Uh, so we may have two guests tonight, uh, we may have three, and we may have uh, two and a half, uh, depending on if uh, a gentleman who's been listening to the show, he's a wrestler. He was supposed to be on with us several weeks ago. He couldn't make it, and uh, he said that uh, if he had time, he may call in tonight uh, to make up for him missing the show uh, with us a couple weeks back. So uh, we get a pretty packed show, and if not, after our two confirmed guests, we can just talk and bitch about the pay-per-view because I have more stuff to gripe about in that pay-per-view. Um so that's that's where we're at. So, uh, how about you guys? What do you guys got going on? Well, I was just gonna mention to you guys that I had a couple of friends on uh, in a tag team match on Monday Night Raw tonight. Really? Yep. Oh, tell us about them. You told me off. Uh, they're, they're from they're they're from Texas. Barrett Brown and Gregory James. They faced the um, Attitude of Pain, the AOP. They were in a tag team match okay. on Monday Night Raw tonight. So now Barrett Brown has made a couple of appearances on Monday Night Raw before, but I believe that this is the first time Gregory James has been on Monday Night Raw, but they were in a tag team together. And I've had okay. the opportunity of getting to see both of these guys wrestle at independent shows. So 
right. I've known Barrett. I've known Barrett Brown for probably about seven years, and I got to meet Gregory James. I guess it was about a year, year and a half ago, something like that. But those guys are from Texas, and they're pretty good wrestlers. They do a good job. Oh, hopefully. Well, I know they're with the, the WWE, so it might be kind of hard to get them on. But uh, Well, um, I mean, they're not. I mean, um, this is, I think this is the first time Gregory James was on the WWE, but Barrett Brown has made a couple of different small appearances on WWE, but, you know, who knows, we might be able to, you know, we might be able to get them on for an interview or something on our podcast. That would, that would be cool. I'd like that. That would be awesome. I'd like to have, I'd like to get Barrett Brown on because Barrett Brown has been, um, he's known as the 50 caliber Barrett Brown right now. And he's been making some, uh, uh, he's been he's been expanding his career quite a bit lately. He's he's been making a pretty good name for himself. So, I think he would be an interesting person. He would be have he would be a great person to have on our podcast if we could get if we could get it arranged. Okay, that would be awesome. And of course, Granny had. WFC this past weekend. It was a pretty good show. It was a little small. Crowd was a little small because they had a, a a county fair going on. But um, the WFC faithful were there in attendance, so you know it was a it was a good show. So. All right. Of course, our good friend B Train was there with so his I friend Kurt Gannon. So. Icon, question for Yeah. Do you feel like with all the success that, you know, Ronda Rousey is having right now, and and I say that with a little chagrin because he beat my girl Alexa Bliss again, but uh, we're pretty much just saying move, but regardless, with all of the success that she is having, do you feel that in the near future, probably within the next year to two years, perhaps, maybe sooner, that we are going to see Conor McGregor in WWE? I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I think that'd be a perfect fit, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I've read a lot of wrestling forums and things all over. Uh, they were talking about it, talking about the possibility of uh, of seeing McGregor make the leap. Obviously, he's got a big fight coming up, so that's the last thing that's on his mind. Uh, he's got the guy, I can't even pronounce his name, but they're Russian, who's basically a, a Wolverine. So that's going to be a tough match. But either way, I'm just thinking because now we've seen, uh, you know, we've seen MMA fighters make that leap, make that transition. We've seen the Dan Severance, the Steve Blackman, the Ken Shamrock. Uh, but, you know, none of them have a super lengthy career, and I, I would even go as far as to say that none of them were super successful from a title mark standpoint. I mean, Ronda Rousey's been in the business for less than six months, and she's got the title already. So I'm just saying now that it's shifting in that direction, 
I wouldn't be surprised to see Conor McGregor make that jump simply because, I mean, McGregor's about the money. Think about it. I mean, I mean McGregor, he gets right. paid a heck of a lot more to be in WWE than he would to be UFC. And, and, you know, he's a household name at this point. Everybody knows Conor McGregor. So we do have a uh, a caller on, and it is the same area code as you, Icon. Is that the first guess? Yes, it is. All right. I'm going to pass him through. You do your thing. I'm going to put Monday Night Football on commercial. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down that aisle, our first combatants of the night, they are the hottest wrestlers and the hottest burlesque dancers in the history of the AWF and Valkyries of the Valley. They are what all men dream about. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Frisky Business and Cattell Wonder. Hey, gals, how are you? Good. Thank you for having us. Yes. I'm doing well. All right. So who is who? So we know. All right. This is Frisky Business. Okay. And I am Kettle Wonder. Oh, Kettle Wonder. Okay. I thought it was Cattell. I'm sorry. Kettle Wonder. Like Kettle like the pot. Oh, kettle like, yeah, it's actually well, like the vodka. Uh, kettle like the vodka. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, good. I, I don't want you to put me on a slow broil. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, you gals uh, um, are with uh, an exciting promotion, uh, the AWF, the Apartment Wrestling Federation. Could you gals uh, first tell us a little bit about how that got started? Yeah, so the um, the NDAWF, so North Dakota Apartment Wrestling Federation, uh, kind of got its start back early in the 50s. Um, it was very underground, just kind of happened um, in people's apartments, really, just um, kind of local celebrities, if you will, who got involved, and it kind of evolved from there. Um, there was a bit of a lull for a while, and then there was a resurgence here in the last couple of years. Um, we got together with uh, the guys from Art Riot, uh, Bo Fracy and Scotch, and um, started putting on these events again, um, and really just it went from there. So we've been having an awesome time, and it's just a great venue for so many different outlets. So now, do you gals uh, look for uh, different apartments to wrestle in, or uh, do you uh, wrestle in each other's apartments, or... Uh, does this, uh, does this guy, Scotch, who I think I know, uh, Mr. Weird Hair, I like to call him, uh, does, he <laughs> like, uh, does he like monopolize uh, your guys' uh, talents and have you wrestle in his apartment? <laughs> no, we just, we get a call about 15 minutes before we have to be somewhere and we just, we have to drop everything and go. It's not even, we don't even know who's running this. Really? Now, uh, do, uh, mm-hmm. now, Let's say the icon wanted to have you wrestle in his apartment. Of course, I'd have to move some furniture. But uh, what would you guys charge by the match? Charge by the hour? Charge by the wrestler? How, how does that work? It's really on a um, by the event basis. Really, I would have to say. Okay. Uh, you know, who else is going to be available? What are the costs to uh, get everything arranged? Um, are we doing this on a Monday or a Saturday? Now, do you guys uh, and you guys uh, don't usually have this booked in advance. They just they basically call you and go. So, 
do you, uh, do you guys have to like just like sit by the phone and wait for a call, or uh, is it uh, more so, uh, you know, on days like you're available? Yeah, it seems like they usually happen, you know, kind of after one of our shows anyway. It's very convenient. We're already all dolled up and ready to go. Um, okay. Yeah, but it seems like usually maybe, you know, a guest performer or someone that we run into at one of the shows, you know, it just kind of things click and we end up going back there and have a have a kick-ass wrestling match just uh, right in their living room, just throw down. So. Now, uh you guys, uh, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, I, I am most of the time, but uh, you guys are also, you gals, not guys, you gals are also are burlesque dancers, too, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yes, we are. And uh, how long have uh, you gals been doing that, or did you uh, start doing the wrestling thing and get into burlesque, or do the burlesque and the wrestling thing? Uh, burlesque first. Um, Valkyrie, Valkyries of the Valley is our burlesque troupe and we've been around for not quite a year. Um, so we've been performing in Fargo, Moorhead, uh, Harwood, the Fargo, Moorhead area, um, for about a year now. And then I personally have been performing for almost three years in Kettle. Uh, About almost six, uh, just past six years. Wow. So, uh, now, for uh, our our fans out there, uh, you know, that, of course, because I know what it is, but for our fans out there that don't know what burlesque is, can you kind of give us a little background of what exactly that is? Oh, yeah. Um, well, this could be a whole podcast on its own. I'll try and keep it <laughs> briefer. Um, burlesque, in its, I was saying its most current iteration is um uh, a little bit comedy, a little bit social commentary, a little bit stripping. Um, so there's definitely that playful, sexy aspect of it. Um, but we're more in, you know, interested in making you laugh or making you think um, than just taking off our clothes. It's very much about the story and the striptease and the production of it. So Now, in burlesque dancing, you know, you mentioned there's a little bit of stripping, but it's not full nudity, uh, all the main parts are still covered up, correct? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> we we wear pasties, which cover our nipples, and then nothing smaller than, I guess, a merkin, but I think a merkin is not what it used to be, which is basically a pasty for your crotch. But most of us stick to panties and pasties. Okay. So, uh, now, uh, see, now, now, don't take this question the wrong way. Okay. Now, <laughs> okay. Uh, with, with with pasties, your nipples are covered up. So, if uh, the the gal has a larger chestal area, uh, uh-huh. you can you you can see the chestal area, but you cannot see the thing at the end of the chestal area because it's covered That's up. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yes. You can now, see her breast tissue, but not her nipple. All right, so if she has extra large breast tissues, you can see those, but you cannot yep. see the the main. Okay, okay. I just want to. Pretty much, it's like like it. pretty much it's like the the areola, like the pink part. You know, anything like that has to be covered up. But the whole rest of the boob is fair game. Okay. Now, 
with with the the pasties now uh do they uh i i cuz i've seen some i've seen some of your your gals pictures now uh do they make pasties that like blink on and off and stuff like that uh you know there's kind of a a really wide variety of different pasties that people use um like we make most of ours ourselves um, okay but there's a lot of different techniques that people use there's some that you can you can order them like professionally online um we actually make them and sell them at our merch table at our shows so you can get your own pasties um so that's pretty cool you can take the burlesque fun home with you <laughs> <laughs> now uh you got uh you gals just have gals in your uh in your uh group you don't have any gentlemen correct not at this time. We have had male guest performers, though. Now, with uh, with male burlesque dancers, uh, are they also required to wear pasties as well? Because generally, you don't have the voluptuity of women. Uh, so, are they required to wear pasties too, or not? On our stage, they are. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's one of those things where legally they aren't necessarily, but just as a as an equality solidarity thing, the nips are covered. <laughs> okay, cool. Now, you gals, uh, um, as you as you wrestle now, uh, do you um, uh, do you uh, have different character names, or are your like frisky business? Uh, now, is that your stage name and your wrestling name, or do you have a different wrestling name, or is it all the same? Yeah, so uh, my my burlesque performing name is Frisky Business, but my wrestling name is Nadia Business. Um, I actually trained in the uh, Russian gulags, um, learned a lot of uh, pretty interesting techniques there, um, so I like to bring that to my stage presence. Okay. Now, then, uh, when uh, uh, you guys wrestle, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. and then, sorry. yeah, Kettle, what's your background there? Oh, I'm a Kettle Jungle Girl Wonder. So I'm from the deep, dark jungles, and I have a buddy, Furious George, that usually will help me out during my matches. So would you gals uh, say that uh, you, got, you gals would be, in the wrestling term, would you be baby faces? Would you be heels? Would you be in-betweenies? Or none of the above? Um, you know, it kind of goes, it depends on the match. Um, <laughs> you know, everybody's got their role to play. Um, being, being the Russian, you know, I end up kind of causing the most, ma- you know, kind of, uh, not playing by the rules a lot of the time. So I guess I, I kind of fit the heel role there. Um, one of our other troop members, um, Holly Handful, you know, she's, um, Holly, the all American handful. Um, so she's, you know, definitely like the goody two shoes by the books, you know, all American favorite kind of. Um, but then I would say like Sasha and probably you two kettle, you guys kind of go either way um, as far as how that plays out. I think I'm okay, a baby so... heel betweeny. You're a baby oh. heel betweeny. I love it. <laughs> all right. So, so basically, uh, and uh, I, I'm going to let our, our co-host granny uh, ask a question because she has issues with heels. You know, she doesn't like the the bad guys, but in this case, the bad girls. 
Uh, <laughs> well, what, what do you have yeah, to ask? Her? Everyone uh, loves a bad girl. girl. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I, you know, Granny, I, you know, I, I, I love giving the bad guys or bad girls lots of grief. Matter of fact, um, I was at an independent show over the weekend called um I go to a, a show called Wrestling for a Cause. We do um they do wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer. And there is a wrestler there, a female wrestler, um her name is Queen Erica. And she comes out with a guy by the name of Double D and he never seems to can win his matches on his own without her help. And I call him Double Dork. But she was in a three way <laughs> she was in a triple threat match with Nikki Knight and Kalista, and needless to say, we were calling her uh, loser Queen Erica because before the match, and she got really mad, she got really frustrated, really mad, at, especially at me, started telling me to sit down and shut up before I break my hip and all this other stuff, you know, ah. but that's okay because yeah. I just holler right back, and we were like going, loser, loser, you know, but needless to say, she ended up losing, Nikki Knight ended up paying her, so that made Granny quite happy. Um, what has been some of your, I guess, most challenging matches you've ever been in, I guess, is a good question to ask. Well, the summer or maybe, your, we or the maybe your most champ, maybe your most challenging opponent. Uh, Frisky always, you know, or Nadia, she always challenges me. She ends up hitting me over the head with a chair half the time. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She she doesn't play clean. Now just so you Kettle know, Granny is not I, I, I'm not just so you know, I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a fan, but I've been threatened to have been thrown in the ring a few times by, by people, but you know, I'm not a wrestler. I'm <laughs> well, I'm just a fan, so Kettle is a very, very athletic competitor and I'm not gonna lie, sometimes you just gotta bring out a chair to level the playing field. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> But earlier this summer, we, we did some matches with uh, some whipped cream, and that just made everything so difficult to hold on to. It, you, you couldn't yeah. get a pin. It was so slippery. You know, I, I wish I would have been able to be, been ringside at that match. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll tell you the what. splash uh, zone. <laughs> okay, well, gals, uh, you got, uh, the reason why we have you on is you gals have an event coming up, and I would like you gals to talk a little bit about that, then I'm going to ask a favor about that upcoming match. Okay. Okay. Well, a couple of details on the match. It's going to be this Saturday, uh, September 22nd. Uh, doors starting at 8. The show starts at 9. When's this going to air? Do you know? It should be before then. Um. But it should be September 22nd is going to be our show. Um, Prairie Brothers Brewing Company in Fargo, North Dakota, so kind of South Fargo there. Um, get some awesome beers. Um, we're going to have a stage set up. We've got wrestling mats we're bringing in. Um, it's going to be part wrestling, part burlesque, so you're going to get to see some actual burlesque performances, and then we're going to throw down in between those matches. Um, we've got a really awesome night of entertainment planned. Um, we've got all our merch, we've got, um, all of our NDAWF buttons, um, the magazines that we've been publishing as far as, um, our wrestling exploits. Uh, um, so those are pretty fantastic. You'll have to get copies of those. And how much Kettle, what, what else would you add? 
What was that? How, how, what, do you, what do you charge for the magazines? Uh, the magazines are eight, um, eight dollars. The ones in the past have been like um, black and white, but they're you know full length, you know, fifteen twenty page long magazines with um, full storyline illustrated like comic book wrestling, um, and that's all photos of us gals um, and Furious George, of course. Our mm-hmm. our newest magazine that we're going to have available for sale this Saturday is actually full color. Um, and that one is our um, kind of our October Halloween spooky one. Um, we did a, a slumber party. Wow. <laughs> uh, now, here is the uh, favor I have to ask of you guys. Uh, you know, because uh, I, I do want to come check this out. Is it possible that you would be willing to uh, grant uh, me two tickets on your guest list to attend this thing. Well, we can probably we can probably make that happen. We'll have to discuss it with our partners, but okay, got some pretty tough financiers involved, but I think we could probably pull some mm-hmm. strings. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I do have I do have a special gift for all you gals. Now, because uh, I I had I don't know if you you gals personally saw it, but. Uh, the icon had made a cool little collector's card for you gals. Did you see that? No. I think I saw. It. Did it come across in an email? Yeah, it, yeah, on the email and on Messenger. Perfect. Yeah, I was out of town over the weekend, so I saw it, but I didn't get a chance to share it around. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Uh, I'm going to bring one of those for all. Uh, for uh, I have the one made for you gals. Uh, you got. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you guys will have to fight over it because I, I was only able to print one for the group. Oh, winner, and I winner printed, of the tournament. Yeah, and I and I and I printed out one for myself so you gals can autograph it. Okay. Oh, perfect. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I made one for you gals, and then uh, I, I made one for myself. You know, and uh, I kind of figured maybe. Uh, you know, for people that don't know or people that should know, uh, whenever they check out our, our Facebook page, they see collector's cards of our guests. And uh, those cost uh, 15 uh, to 20 bucks to print each card. So, you know, uh, uh, I figured I could maybe trade one of those for admission for me and my uh, friends. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Because my uh, it would be me and my fiance because she wants to make sure that I uh, one I don't cause any trouble, two I don't get pulled in the ring and beat up, and uh, three I don't go home with one you gal. I think you're more <laughs> concerned about Furious George than one of us, really. I think so too. Well, the one thing is the one guy that the one person that you have in your group that really scares me though is scotch. I mean, anybody that has a haircut like that has got to has got to have some muscle packed away because of his hair. Yeah, I think I think he's got a lot of aggression just really pent up and one of these days it's going to come out. I know it. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, for people who don't know, uh Scotch is a really nice guy. Uh he just he he just got uh uh if if I could compare it, uh he'll probably be mad at me for saying this, but uh, he's got Doc Brown type hair, you know. <laughs> we love Scotch. Okay. He's he's an awesome dude. He does ha- he does have pretty wacky hair though, but yeah, he is a good guy. Right. 
Well, we we got about uh, 10 minutes left here with you. One thing we're going to do here real quick before we get uh, too far gone. Uh, I had uh, sent a uh, a little script uh, for you gals uh, to uh, to do a little uh, preview for when we play this back. Uh, the yeah. liner will play. And uh, what I'll do is, uh, do you gals want to do it uh, together? Uh, you got to uh, say, uh, hey, this is, and hey, this is, and then say the lines together. Is that how you want to do it, or do you want to do it separately? I think we were going to split it. Like, I'll say, hey, this is Valkyries of the Valley, so we get, like, the, the group name in there. Um, okay. And then we're going to break it apart that way. Okay. All right. Well, what I'll do then is I'll count you down from five. And then if we had to do a couple takes, uh, we'll do that. But usually, uh, since I send, started sending the script, uh, we we don't really need to do that, but we will if we have to. All right, so let's Yeah, I'm going to um, – give me one second. I'm going to send the text of it over to Kettle so she's got her I, already, I got it. Oh, perfect. I already got it. You yeah. won't. Even. Okay. Awesome. Fabulous. All right, here we go. Ready? Five, yep. four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Valkyries of the Valley. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. Awesome. Because you said my name first, I can edit out their name later. I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. I'm kidding. Just cut it right off. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. So, um, now, you guys uh, do uh, more than just have that one show coming up. You guys have a few shows uh, uh, coming up in the future, don't you? Can you tell us a little bit about them? Um, yep. So the main one we're working on right now, of course, is the one for the Saturday, the 22nd. Um, and then upcoming in October, we're going to be performing at ValleyCon on the 19th of October. Um, and then... We're ironing out the details here, but we should have a show um, hitting Facebook um, for Halloween. So on the 31st of October, we're going to have a Halloween show. Okay. Now, is that would that be? Uh, uh, you don't know where that would be yet, or uh, do you guys? Uh, uh, do you guys ever do anything? Uh, uh, you know, because there's another uh, group in Fargo. Uh, it's Grindflix. Do you guys ever do anything with them or not? Grind flicks? No, we've never collaborated with them. Okay, because I, I think I think I think that would be awesome if you uh, if you guys would do that. Now, uh, you guys you guys mentioned that you've been with uh, Valkyries of the Valley for uh, you guys started about a year ago, correct? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, were you gals with any other burlesque uh, companies before that, or did you gals just uh, all kind of gravitate gravitate towards each other? Um, a few of us were in previous troops, and then a few of our members are just new to the Valkyries. So we've got kind of a blend of different levels there. And how many gals do you have total in your group? Um, five of us right now. And then we have kind of a, a group of regulars that kind of rotate out at different shows to perform with us as well. Okay, and then are you, are, you gals looking, and then are you gals looking for more? Um, I mean, we're always looking to bring new talent in. All right. Well, do you think you'd ever put the icon up on stage? Can you twirl pasties? I don't know. (laughs) He'll have to to do a tryout. (laughs) What what kind of skill 
songs would you be bringing to the stage? Is I think the critical question. <laughs> well, well, no, I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be dancing. I'd be like introducing you gals and stuff. I, I wouldn't be dancing. Oh, oh hosting. Yeah, you gals want. Oh, you no, gals want yeah, I, th- I, th- I think he kind of wants to be the MC for one of your shows or something some night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna have you, to pray the mic out of my hands. I don't know. We'll have to talk. Now, now, uh, now that you brought it up, because I was I wasn't gonna bring it up, but since you brought it up, <laughs> uh, the twirling of the pasties. Now, uh, now is that a skill that you have to practice yourself? Does someone teach you that? Is there special classes on that? All of the above. Yes. Um, like I I have attended pasty twirling workshops, and it's a fantastically amazing experience. Um, I also just stuck them to my chest and practiced in my bedroom for a while. And that's, you know, that's how I learned, but. Um, and I'd say the bigger your chest is, the easier it typically is to twirl. So the girls with the solid chest, we usually have to like drive our weight into the ground rather than trying to bounce our breasts into the air. Well, yeah, I was, I was just going to, I was just going to ask that. So it would be better uh, so someone like like a Dolly Parton probably better at it than I, I can't think of any small chested stars right now. But is, is that basically <laughs> the just? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Dolly, Dolly Parton's gonna be real good. All right. As a matter of fact, I I give up half a year's salary to see that. Um, so <laughs> So uh, yeah, so yeah, if you gals could, uh, if you gals could do that, I would appreciate putting me down on your guest list icon two for two. I would appreciate it. We'll be there, and uh, I'll also, I'll also sweeten up the pot for you. The next time that you gals have a show, if you want to, uh, uh, after your Halloween deal, the next time you gals have a show, I will let you gals come on for free again. And you gals can pitch anything that you gals got going on anytime you want. Awesome. Thank you so much. Because, because I love you gals and uh it's it's you know, it, it's it's pretty awesome. So uh we got about uh we got about four minutes here. Uh if our fans wanted to uh check you out, you gals got a Facebook, you have a Twitter, do you have an Instagram, you got a YouTube? What do you gals got out there that uh we can our fans can check you out. Look like an Instagram. I think we have a Twitter. We do have a Twitter, but yeah, most Yay. the most active most active on um, Facebook and Insta. And what what are the handles on Facebook and Instagram? Um, Facebook, I think either one. If you just look up Valkyries of the Valley, and then Insta, it's just Valkyries Valley. Um, okay. I know now, Valkyries kind have... of a funky word, but it's. Uh, You'll find us. There's not too many out there. And then uh, do, you, uh, do you gals have individual pages, too, or just the group page? Um, Kettle Wonder has a Facebook, like, personal friend page, so it's kind of exclusive. And then there's okay. a public Instagram. And okay. I think that's kind of the – Ritsky, yeah. your Facebook page is public, isn't it? Um, most of it's public, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, Frisky Business is is mostly public. Um, Holly Handful has a page out there as well, um, and uh, Sasha Savage 
has a page as well. And I think they all have Instagrams, so you can kind of follow us there and then follow us on the actual Valkyries page for, um, you know, details on the events and everything. All right. And then the other thing is, uh, if you gals, uh, we have our uh, our show is called Attitude Era Live, but because Facebook will not let us change the name from off the ropes, uh, we're, we're giving you uh, open uh, open access. You can post your events on not only off the ropes page, you can post it on the Icons page or uh, uh, Icon Enterprises. That's Enterprises with a Z. Uh, you, you guys can post anything you want on those, uh, and I'll okay them, and uh, we'll get people to your events. And uh, you guys know the Icon. You know, he's a pretty happening guy. Uh, so uh, Yeah, I remember well, meeting you at the burlesque show quite a few years ago. Right, and I... Right, yeah, yeah, and I think you told me, uh, would you stop drooling on me? I think that's what you told me, I think. Uh, I think I, I, I was, a, I think I, yeah. Oh. There's a little vodka involved. I'm not super clear anymore. Yeah, or uh, it was, uh, or I think you also said, how many times do I have to tell you I'm not giving you my phone number? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a joke. I would have given okay. you my email address at least. All right. Yeah, because uh, you, you gals are the only, uh, you two are the only few female guests that we've had on the show that does not have a restraining order on me yet. But uh, is that, that is that why you invited <laughs> us on so you could get our phone numbers? This is all just a trick to get our phone number. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Big Swing, he's in New York. He uh, he gets caller ID. He never shares numbers with me. So, but I I, I do know how to contact you though, which is really cool. But. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, I'll tell you what, we do appreciate you taking time on your schedules uh, to join us tonight, and I will see you gals all Saturday, and uh, everything is going to be great, and I can't wait to uh, to you uh, spin me right round like a record or whatever the song is. I just screwed up <laughs> my ending, but anyway. Like a record, baby. Uh, we, yeah, we appreciate you joining us, and you gals are awesome, and I can't wait to see you Saturday. All right, thank All you right, so we'll much. See you then. Thank you so much. Have Thanks. a great, Have a great evening. evening. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, bye. All right. Valkyries of the Valley, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for uh, a great time on Saturday night, if uh, especially if you're a single male and uh, you, uh, you're you into burlesque dancing, you're into wrestling, you're into both, check them out Saturday night. Doors open at 8. Show starts at 9. At uh, uh, right here in uh, River City, right here in Fargo. So uh, yeah, that'll be awesome. So Granny, what, uh, what sounds like a good time. That? Yeah, and uh, big swing. If we can ever get you back out here, uh, we'll uh, try and get you out here when they have a show, and then you can actually check them out. Yeah, not too bad. Too bad. What's the um, what's the atmosphere look like? Like, I mean, I want to come out there when it's not there's not eight feet of snow on the ground. Well, it's uh, well. There's no snow yet. It's it's starting to cool off a little bit, but uh, no snow yet. Uh, they're saying we probably won't get any snow around like till uh, later. I'm in, sure you, uh, you could probably hook me up with um. Well, you you could probably hook me up with some of the good strip clubs out there, huh? We have one, and it's not very good. It's topless only. Oh, it's not very good, huh? Ah, oh, shoot. 
Well, I just figured you'd be uh, I, I figured you'd be up in that whole scene, you know, you would know everybody from that scene. I, well, I, will, I just figured I will I say one thing about I will say one thing about our local adult club coming up. They are going to have the the gal that actually has three breasts uh, uh, here. So I'm, I'll be there. Three? That out. Yeah, she has three. That's that, that's like, unusual. Yeah, she was like raised under a power line or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. No, so, she's just you know she's just uh, she's from the Dakotas. I mean that that's that's not out of the ordinary, right? No, no, she's not from the Dakota. She's not from here. She's from California. Oh, she's not. Oh. Okay. I thought maybe I thought maybe she was uh, a Dakotan. Yeah. So uh, anyway. we're waiting for uh, we're waiting for our next guest. Uh, she'll be calling in shortly. Uh, she's not no on problem. already. No problem. Let me check the switchboard. Run into the other. Nope. Not nobody on yet. Nobody right. is yeah, here yet, but I will do. I will do this while we're waiting. Anybody out there who is listening to the show, which is pretty much everybody, since we are the number one wrestling podcast on the internet, make sure you check out sharpshooterfunding.com. <laughs> Again, go on and check that out, the Hart family. Again, we are very grateful that the Hart family has taken a liking to us. Uh, I know that they're a difficult family to get on the good side. Uh, it takes a lot, and I think we have done so, and so we're very grateful for that uh, icon in the booking department for that one, and uh, can't thank him enough there. Um, what do we got here for – nope, nobody on yet. Uh, am I missing – again, I'm covering Monday Night Football out here, uh, so I'm missing a little bit of Raw. I'm going to watch it when I get home tonight, but uh, missing anything good so far, or has it been a pretty uh, pretty average Raw? Well, right now, uh, Roman Reigns is getting ready to have a match against Constable Corbin. Oh, okay. All right, that might be an interesting match. Don't you think? So, yeah, they had they they had a discussion at the beginning of Monday Night Raw. You know how they always like to talk at the beginning of Raw, you know. And, and well, uh, they've been doing that for years. Yeah. Basically, Bar- Baron Corbin put himself in the match against Roman Reigns tonight. So. Huh. Okay. Okay. I um you know the Baron Corbin character as much as I know Granny you're not a big fan of of Baron Corbin but no uh, uh, he's he's boring to me he's very boring why well, I, I know that and, and he's been boring but I like the fact that there is a you know a a heel character in authority again here on uh, on Monday Night Raw it just it just gives gives you a little bit of that that cool you know face mentality. You know what I'm saying? So so it's it gives you that whole like hey, let's root for the good guy cuz think about it this way, without a bad guy, 
there can't be a good guy. So just think of it that way. That's true. That's um, true. Well, and and SmackDown Live is going to be in Tulsa, Oklahoma tomorrow night. It's the OK, guys. So unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get to go. But you know, um, I've been to one WWE show in my life uh, a couple of years ago at the OK Center. Um, but uh, yeah, but SmackDown Live is going to be at uh, Tulsa tomorrow night. And I have several friends. Is that, that, is that close to, to you? Or far from you? Uh, about like, two how? hours. About two hours. That's not a terrible drive. No, but my husband drive. works. My husband works um, ten-hour days, so he wouldn't be off in time for us to be able to get over there before the well, show yeah, starts. Of course. And so, huh? Well, I know now, a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago when we went, when my son and my husband and I went, he actually took off work early so we could go to the event. So too off base to say that in recent memory uh, I'd say probably the last half a year or so that Smackdown's been the better show I would say so yes and I I just think the storylines are better the emotion is better Uh, I mean I'm more interested and invested in some of the storylines I mean I know a lot of people a lot of people think it's a little bit of a low blow uh, pun intended to bring somebody's family into it, uh, but you look at how successful the storyline was with the McMahons and the Undertaker and, and all that back in the 90s. You look at it now with the Samoa Joe AJ Styles thing with the families involved, and I think it's I think it's a really good thing because yeah, it is kind of low to bring somebody's family in, but it gives you more of a reason to hate Samoa Joe and more of a reason to root for. AJ Styles. Not that AJ Styles really needs any reason to root for him. I mean, he's amazing. And he's, you know, I, I loved him in TNA. And I love him, you know, now. But I, I think, in fact, I think his character in TNA was a bit more uh, perplexing, a bit more, you know, he had, remember, Dixie Carter's, you know, baby or whatever, whatever that story was there. Um, I, I definitely think that uh, AJ Styles was definitely more of an enigma per se, uh, in TNA, but yeah, I, I like him. I, I like the character and I, I like Samoa Joe and I definitely like what they're doing over there on SmackDown. Raw to me is either, see Raw, there's no in between. There's no gray area on Raw for me. Raw is either awesome or Raw is terrible. It, it's one of the two. There's no, oh, Raw was all right today. It's either, oh, Raw sucked again or, oh, Raw was awesome today. So, I don't know if you guys get that same same vibe, but that's just how I've been looking at it. Well, I got to well, see AJ Styles I, I about would, uh, four years ago at a NWA Summer Clash show in Benton, Arkansas, and he was a really nice guy. I really enjoyed getting to meet him. AJ. Yep. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard he's a he's a good dude. That's what I've heard. A, a lot of people. A lot of people like him. Yeah, when my husband when my husband and I got in the ring to get our picture with him, he says, "Well, Granny, wouldn't you rather go watch fireworks?" And I said, "Excuse me." I said, "Really?" I said, "I can see fireworks any time." I said, "This is gonna be my one and only opportunity, not only to meet you but get my picture with you." So no, I am not gonna go watch fireworks. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, uh, Icon, tonight's a three guest or a two guest show. 
Well, it's well it's supposed to be a three guest show. Uh, uh, can, can you get on the horn and see if a second guest gonna call? I I don't want to only have you know twenty minutes left with a third guest. Well, yeah, I know. Well, the third guest didn't confirm, so uh, uh, the second guest did so confirm. Maybe, I'm just waiting for them. To, I'm just waiting for them to call in now. You know. What's the uh, area code I should be looking for? I do not know. They wouldn't. Uh, they wouldn't give me their direct number because they have. Uh, uh, she didn't know exactly what location she was going to be uh, in the night, so she'd be calling from like a hotel or something, I guess. So. Uh, okay. All right. That works for me. I hope she didn't so forget. Icon, you started. To, you got ready to start asking me something, and before oh, yes. this other conversation took place. Uh, uh, I don't remember. He probably forgot. <laughs> you yeah. said so, Granny, and <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I uh, saying your your Royals definitely beat up on my Minnesota Twins uh, um, over the weekend. Yeah, of course that's nothing new. So. Yeah, the. Uh, the the twins kind of dug themselves in a hole and they never were able to get out of it. But that's a story for a different time. So you know, Granny, you you watched the pay per view, didn't you? Uh, no, I didn't get to see uh it last night. My husband watched it with my son, but I didn't get to see it last night. I had something else I had to do. So, but I'll go back and watch it, you know, but I kind of, you know, my son kept me up to date on what was going on and kind of filled me in on what was happening, so but uh, and I've seen clips, you know tonight on Monday Night Raw, but I'll go back and watch it, so So the Ronda Rousey thing, did you think that Ronda Rousey was uh, was going to win again last night? Well it didn't. It really kind of didn't surprise me that she did. You know, um, I mean, I guess Alexa Bliss kind of just kept getting in her face, like you know, just you know, taunting her and mocking her and everything. And then Ronda Rousey just grabbed her face and just you know growled at her. And I guess Alexa Bliss was like mocking her and making fun of her, and she was like, you know. And I guess Ronda Rousey just reached up and grabbed her face and. Grabbed back at hers. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, you know, Rhonda. Rhonda's a scary woman. I, I really, you know, if she was in a bad mood, I, I really would with, with Rhonda Rousey just because. I mean, I, I definitely think she could do some damage. And, and and that's that's not even with the MMA background. That's just anyway. She's just she's just an intimidating woman. I mean, she is she is a tough uh, tough customer to settle things. So, well, I know one thing. I, I would I wouldn't mess with her. You know, uh, you know the thing the thing about the WWE pay per views is uh, once a month, me and my dad uh, get together and watch pay per views. You know, and uh, uh, he he doesn't like Alexa Bliss. I know you do, but he doesn't. Um, oh, she, she's my she, she's my future ex wife. He, uh, <laughs> you know. She, uh, she just, you know, she just got that bitchy attitude that he doesn't like. But he he likes Ronda and he likes AJ That's Styles. the beauty of it, though, isn't it? 
That's, yeah, that's the beauty of having a, a, a female heel character. When I found out that Ronda Rousey beat Alexis, I, I told my son and my husband, I said, yeah, Big Swing's not going to be very happy. <laughs> He's going to be very no, sad. No, no, I was I was, I was a little upset. And the way that it happened, too, with, uh, with another armbar situation, uh, which should be which should be a banned move, honestly. I mean, you could break somebody's arm with that. It's like it's like they're gonna ban the curb stomp, but they're not gonna ban the armbar. It's like what if somebody actually gets hurt, you know? Well, you know they you know they did ban uh, AJ or uh, not AJ Styles, but they did uh, ban uh, um, Seth Rollins' move uh, when he throws him into the uh, when he throws him into the ring. You know, they uh, they banned that because it injured too many people. You know. You are correct. They did do that. But, you know, well, I shouldn't say injured too many people. It injured, you know, it injured um, one person, but it was in a title match, so they kind of took it seriously. Well, it uh, also injured Sting, AJ, Well, yeah, but Sting, I mean, come on. Sting, Sting's like 60 years old. Sting was going to get injured. There, there, there was more of a chance for Sting to get injured regardless. You know, I, I mean, Sting... Sting was at that point where, I mean, you're like, all right, dude, you know, you got to hang it up a little bit. You know, it, it's not, to me, if I'm Sting, I'm like, not really worth it for me anymore. I mean, yeah, I made my money. That, that, that That's partly what I'm worried about with The Undertaker, with The Undertaker and, and Triple H. It's like, if you're going to do this match and you're going to risk the injury that you're risking between having two, you know, basically senior citizens go at it, uh, why, you know, why not do it at, you know, WrestleMania or do it at, you know, a, a big-time pay-per-view? Why do it at an event that nobody in the U.S. is even really going to be able to watch, at least well, live anyway? Well, speaking, speaking of The Undertaker and Triple H, Undertaker came out earlier tonight on Monday Night Raw. And apparently now that match is going to be a tag team match. Ah, who is it? Undertaker and who? Oh. Kane and yes. Undertaker versus Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Huh. That's a little better, but, but you're still... Undertaker was but you're ta- still, Undertaker I mean, I mean the average talking. age... Well, the average age in that match is 50-something. I mean, you might as well, like, if you want to promote that match, you might as well just draw them as those stick figures and put them on a handicap sign. I mean, those that is a... That is a, a geriatric match to say the least uh, and, and to me it's just like yeah they're big names and they're guys that I grew up on and and all this but it's just uh, I don't know I don't they're, they're adding they're adding you know adding to this match which is cool and they're thinking they're going to sell tickets but I think the mass populace now is just like look like I've seen this before I don't want one of my favorite guys to get hurt. I don't want to see, you know, I don't want to see either of them lose, but obviously I know one of them has to, and I wouldn't want to see a disqualification or a no contest in a match like that. Um, but I just, I'm just not in favor of the match in general. It's like those guys have had their time, and yeah, as much as I'm, I'm craving and longing for anything Attitude Era to come back, uh, you know, those, why don't, why don't you do attitude era, you know, with the superstars you got. Why don't you get a little bit more edgy 
uh, pun intended, with the guys you got instead of trying to bring back the old, you know, guys who, you know, who are are have a lot more of a chance of getting hurt. I just to me, it's just not a good marketing decision, not a good business decision. But again, that's why I'm not making those decisions. So, you know, but that's why I'm sitting here talking about the decisions instead. Icon, still oh, nobody yeah. on the line here. All right. Well, we'll we'll just keep talking. Um, you know, it's uh, not like we don't That's have anything do. to talk about. So yeah, we got a whole bunch to talk about. Um, I I mean, for for this match, I mean, what are your thoughts on this match? I mean, do you do you care at all about this match? Like whether it's a tag team match now or not? I mean. The fact that the that the the median age is like fifty one, I mean, does that matter to you at all, or or are you still excited about it? Well, I, uh, I I think uh, I I don't you, even you know why uh, why they're even having this match because they want to sell more tickets. I mean, well, that's that's really the only reason they they want to try to boost some interest, and they want to try to get people, you know, our age, um, you know, starting with my age and ending up a little bit past your age, interested again, you know, because right now, I mean, you look at you look at half the crowd still wears diapers, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they're they're a, a kids show at this point, and I think that's what they tried to show by having Hell in a Cell. Uh, as one of their pay-per-views, is, is hey, we still have a little bit of that, you know, um, that that chaotic edge. We still have a little bit of that that rough and tumble, uh, you know, mind frame. We just have to show us how to, you know, how to use it. And so, I like it. I'm with it in that regard. But for this match, yeah, man, I I, I don't see really any purpose in having it yet. If you want to have this be one of the you know, one of the mid-card matches or even one of the early main events at, like, a WrestleMania or a Royal Rumble or even at a Survivor Series, fine, great. But at a pay-per-view, and like I said earlier, at a pay-per-view that nobody in this country is probably even going to be able to watch live unless, you know, they have a a different work schedule than most people, uh, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But, again, that's me. That's why I'm sitting here and not, you know, in a suit making those decisions. So, who knows? We'll see if it works out. We'll see if it does have the desired effect and does sell some tickets and some T-shirts and does bring people back in. Uh, but for me, well, I'm just like waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting to get the update on my phone. I'm waiting to get the update on my phone that Undertaker got hurt. Shawn Michaels threw his back back out, or Triple H retore a quad, or something. I'm just waiting for some terrible news like that so that I can I can give him an I told you so. We know that. Well, you know, it's it's like it's like they it's like they say, you know, the pay per view is uh, on Saturday for us, uh, and Sunday yes. for them. So, you know, they're already they're already saying that you know it's it's going to be a weekend thing, you know, you know. Which I mean, yeah, it makes sense. But I mean, Saturday Saturdays are a busy night for me, you know. So I know. I don't did uh, we lose swing or did I lose him? Hello? No, I, I'm here. No, he's still here. I'm still here, Icon. Still here. I, I don't know Hello? if your if your connection's a little messed up or what, but I'm I'm still here. But yeah, I just I don't know, man. To me, 
it just doesn't have the appeal as it should. When I first heard about it, I was excited because, I mean, any any excuse to get Undertaker, you know, in the ring, I'll take. But to do it this way, eh, I don't know. Honestly, I'd like to see Undertaker lose to one of these new young guys to kind of get him over a little bit, you know, because I, I like when they get over the young guys. But Triple H has nothing to prove in this match. Shawn Michaels has nothing to prove in this match. Undertaker has nothing to prove in this match. And quite frankly, the only person with anything to prove in this match is Kane. And that's just because he's been screwed around his whole career. So, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, to me, it's just... Eh, to me, it's just kind of kind of pointless. But again, you know, who am I? Who am I to make these decisions? So, we do have somebody... Oh, oh no, that's Icon. Icon uh, cut off on us here. There he is. Now, is he back with us? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Okay. Yeah, all of a sudden I lost you guys. I don't know what happened there. No, we we could no, hear we, we could hear you. you, but you couldn't. We could hear you, but you couldn't hear us. I guess. It's yeah, that, yeah, it's that I, great I, I, uh, I North Dakota cell service you got going on up there. Yeah. So, so yeah. So let me let me ask you this then, Jeff Hardy. Retired. Do you think Jeff Hardy? And this, how many times have we heard this now from Jeff Hardy? Is is Jeff Hardy going to come back? Matt, no, Matt Hardy retired, not Jeff. Yeah, but Jeff Jeff's done too. Well, yeah, Jeff got hurt last night because I mean yeah, they Jeff's, had to take Jeff's, him to the hospital. Yes, yeah, through the grapevine, Jeff is done as well. That that's just what I'm oh, hearing really? from sources. Yeah. So. Uh, do you think that the Hardy Boys go down uh, in the same light as, like, let's say, the Dudley Boys did, for example, as, you know, a first ballot Hall of Fame tag team? I don't know. What do you think, Icon? Uh, uh, well, they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if they'd be first ballot, though. Um uh, but they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame with all the with all their contributions. Uh, you know, they they did help you know originate the tables, letters, and chairs uh, stuff. So, you know, hmm. I I I think well, they. Uh, what about Edge and Christian? Well, yeah, they definitely deserve to be as well. But I think. Uh, uh, I don't think they'll go in together as a tag team. I think they would go in separately. So what do we got here? Somebody's beeping through. Oh, no, it's not. It's a different line. So, yeah, uh, just waiting on the second guest. Um, Icon, who do we got booked for next week? All right. Well, next week uh, we have uh, the greatest shortstop in independent baseball history. Uh, I know who is that? uh, Zach Penfrey's. And who did he play for? I I know that. uh, Well, he played for the Red Hawks. He was drafted by the Mets. uh, And I believe he also uh, had a stint with the Dodgers, if I'm not mistaken. Huh. Okay. And he is just confirmed. Uh, He's just confirmed, which is good. Uh, we also have uh, Tyra uh, Russamy, 
she will be talking to us live from New Zealand next week. Wow, uh, big time different. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it'll be uh, it'll be uh, three o'clock p.m. there. It'll be ten o'clock or eleven o'clock here, whatever it is. Uh, when she's yeah, on. they're 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 already in tomorrow. I mean, they've been they've been into tomorrow for quite some time now. Yeah, that, that's that's and, way way different of a time zone. Right, and um, also the legend is going to be on with us. Well, that sounds interesting. Oh, that's so, okay. awesome. we have a jam packed, action packed show next week too. Yeah, you guys you guys know who Bobby Bolton is, right? You should. One of the yeah. fantastics. Right, exactly. One of the Tommy Rogers. Tommy Rogers was his partner before he passed away. Right, correct. And uh, also, I want to let you guys know. Uh, you know, a couple. If you guys remember, uh, a couple months ago, we had uh, the director, uh, uh, um, uh, Preston, the movie director, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, he did that. He had he had that horror movie. Yeah. Well, here's what the about interesting him? thing about that interview. Uh, another independent director heard that interview. Okay. And uh, he contacted me, and Beautiful. he had you know he said uh, you know you were at one of my independent uh, film showings in Fargo, and. Uh, you uh Yeah, you, well, are you a big movie guy? I can't you watch a lot of movies. Um, can you hear me? Are you me? losing again? Well, I am. Oh. There he is. There he is. Well, well, yeah, I uh I yeah, I am a big movie guy, but uh you know, he had mentioned to me that he had uh, put me in his uh, as an appearance in his film, and uh, I hadn't uh, called him to have him on the show, and I felt really bad about that. So, well, I did you that, know you were in the movie? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> okay, because because uh, and, if you uh, knew, see, that's on you. If you knew you were in the movie, you should have called him. I mean, if it's one of those things where like. The camera pans across you for a second. You had no idea that obviously it was your fault. But I mean, if you signed the waiver and everything, and you're in the movie, uh, yeah, you should definitely should have called the guy. I, I didn't sign a waiver though. Okay, well, if you knew you were in the movie, though, you should have done a big courtesy. Yeah, well. But either uh, way, either way, well, he's coming on with us, so that's exciting. What well, what kind of movie are you in? Uh, well, uh, please, t- please it's, tell me uh, it's actually, like a documentary on you. Is it like an autobiography right. type of movie? Well, it's not a documentary about me. Uh, it uh, it's be. about actually about Mad Frank. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm going to ask you guys this. Do you guys have uh, like uh, or ever had like in your hometowns like uh, an individual on uh on local on local access that shows horror films. Kind of like Spenguli if you've ever heard of him. Yeah. Well this is what Mad Frank was back here in the eighties in Fargo. Oh, all right. 
and uh, he uh, he was uh, he was one of my first heroes, and uh, he uh, uh, I, I'm known as his number one fan, and it was a documentary about him, and uh, I was in that documentary. As a matter of fact, I was the uh, uh, first. Uh, I got the first seat in the in the arena for that show. So, which was really oh, cool. nice. So, yeah, so nice. the icon is well known, believe it or not, you know. Not not just in the great state of North Dakota, but all over the place. Exactly. And I'm proud of my stat, uh, status and my stature. You know, and it's only growing. Were you on TV? Uh, were you on TV this week for North Dakota State's victory? Uh, I have. Uh, I have not watched the game back, so I do not know. But probably. Okay. So, like, you just like walk down the street in Fargo, and people like know who you are. Uh, well, I guess you could say that. Definitely. <laughs> you're kind of a. You're, you're kind of. You're, you're, you're kind of a big deal. You have many leather-bound books, and your apartment smells of rich mahogany. Yeah, I guess you could say what that. Movie, what, what movie is that from? What What movies do I have? No, no, I said what movie is that quote from? I do not know. That is Anchorman with Will Ferrell. Oh, I've, kind of a big I've deal. never seen I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. You should look it up. It's a pretty funny movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. So it looks to me, Icon, like either our third guest got tied up or simply forgot or what it is, but it looks like I would bank on right now nobody's going to call in here. Well, and that's, that's too bad, um, you know. I mean, I, I'm not – I'm, 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 I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant to end the show a little early. Just because in case they do call, I don't want there to be no show to call into. Um, but I mean, you know, with Monday Night Football and stuff going, you know, going uh, going on with the post game right now, it would be much easier. Uh, and there isn't exactly really anything, at least that I can think of, left to talk about. But I mean, uh, you know, we, we can do we can do really whatever whatever you guys feel uh, would be better. I mean, if you have well, something interesting you want to bring up that you think is a compelling topic, well, what's that? Well, the the uh, match um, uh, between the uh, uh, Miz and his wife and uh, uh, Daniel Bryan and his wife. Um, okay. What, what about it? Any uh, any uh, thoughts on that match? Um, Just a I mean, it kind of was. It kind of was a throwaway. I mean, the Bellas, yeah, it's great. They're a happy family and yada, yada. But, I mean, the Miz at this point, I'm tired of the Miz at this point. He's been loud and obnoxious for the past 10 years. I'm just kind of over it. And Daniel Bryan, I was, you know, call me blasphemous here, was never a big Daniel Bryan fan. I just thought he was boring. I, I I, I didn't like his gimmick. I didn't like his beard. Um, I, I thought he was he was a little too corny, 
and too too over the top good guy. I respected his athletic ability, obviously, being as small as he is and as tough as he is. But uh, I just never really liked his gimmick. But I know a lot of people really do. Well, you know, I I, I think I've told you guys uh, many times uh, about uh, uh, my the one. Uh, couple times I've had experiences with the Miz, um, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I cannot dislike the guy, you know, I know he, I know he's a heel wrestler, but you know, like people like to get on me because I talk about, uh, how much I hate Kevin Owens and I shouldn't have because it's just an act. Well, the, you know, the thing is, though, I'm never going to like Kevin Owens. I don't care what it is. Um, that's, uh, you know, uh, the Miz is different. Yes, I should. I uh, I just like the Miz uh, because he's a heel, but I don't, I don't loathe him like I do Kevin Owens. I can't stand the Miz. <laughs> I despise the Miz. I don't like him. I never have. I just I, I don't like the guy. And then uh, also, uh, Big Swing, uh, just to give you a little heads up, uh, remember that one song uh, I sent? Uh, I asked you to find? Uh, we'll need that for next week for our first guest. The, um, it works for me. I I think I remember what it is. Just shoot me a text during the week and let me know again. Remind me, but uh, I think I think I have it. I think I know what you're talking about. All in notes. That one. Yeah, that's no problem. I kind of I kind of figured you had it. So, all right, yeah. So that's what we'll need that for next week. All right. Uh, then what we'll, what what we'll do then, just to save face and to save sake of dead air, uh, simply because dead air in radio is is one of the worst things that you can have. Uh, and I mean I'm spent. I've got I've got nothing. Uh, I don't know if you guys have anything, but to kind of save the the ums and the uhs, uh, you know, and and not not have to try to scramble and grasp at straws. Obviously, we want to have the best quality program that we can have. Uh, I think why not. Uh, why not wait and see what next week looks like um, and uh, and go from there? So hopefully uh, the guests who are supposed to call in tonight did get tied up, and we can rebook them for a, another juncture. Uh, Icon, if you can message them uh, on Facebook and let them know, hey, you know, we really didn't have time to talk to you tonight just because, you know, we expected you to call, you know, a half hour before you did. Uh, we, we didn't want to rush your interview. We didn't want to make it seem like we were cutting corners with your interview. We want all of our interviews to be as perfect as possible. So uh, just make sure you let them know that. And uh, we are going to dismiss and see you next week. A little early tonight, but hey, you know, sometimes it happens. It's the nature of the business. Icon, Big Swing, Granny Hoaxster, three guests next week, big time show. And uh, we will see you.